Friends, this is your close personal friend, Lou Brutus, rock and roll raconteur, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Not to be confused with Darren McGavin and The Night Stalker, which is something completely different, but if you're really a nerd, you'll check it out because it was awesome TV back in the 1970s. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. Years, literally years ago, one of my very first weeks, I talked about baseball. Uh, America's pastime, everybody loves baseball. I'm not even a sports guy, and I like baseball. So I thought it was would be a good idea to circle back around the bases, as it were, and come back to talking baseball. And the reason... I thought it was such a good idea because it wasn't my idea. One of my good friends messaged me. He's like, hey, let's talk baseball. And that good friend is Cole Hanson, who's going to be joining us all week. Cole, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Lance. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for coming here and for the suggestion. I mean, I'm, I wanted to redo it because, like you said, one, when I did it, I didn't know anything about baseball and I knew even less about podcasting. So, it's come a long way, uh, but to have somebody who knows baseball and has appreciation for it is going to be a lot of fun. You know, people, you're actually going to learn something this week. It's, it's, it's a special week. You're going to learn things. Yeah, yeah. I hope I hope that I'm as informative as I think I am. <laughs> uh, that's podcasting 101. Like, I think I know what I'm doing. Uh, but with, with baseball, kind of. Tell us a little bit about like when your love for baseball started and you know what you like about it and things. I know that's okay, a well, big broad question, but right, right. Yeah, well, I mean, just like you know, most red-blooded American boys, I uh baseball was probably the very first sport I ever played as you know, little kid, four or five years old, but uh played little league and all that stuff, and it's kind of Funny, maybe maybe I'm a little bit of a bandwagoner. I don't know because I fell off of baseball back in the uh, '90s. Whenever the whenever that strike, that light, that strike that happened in our lifetimes happened, it was just kind of, you know, oh man, these guys are just playing for money. Now I'm jaded and I hate baseball. But then, like I said, I may be a little bit of a bandwagoner because whenever my team, the Rangers, came back uh, in the 2000s and actually made it to the World Series for their first time in franchise history, it was like, okay, I, I remember why I kind of like this now. And, uh, you know, I started following it again and uh, picked back up on it and started reading up on history and all of that stuff. I mean, I'd finally really gotten into history in general and just like – Oh, baseball's got a lot of history. So I think I'm going to pick back up on this and start reading about it and just consumed everything that I possibly could have. And I just never stopped. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, I do want to take a second to give a shout out. Um, There's a comic book, a graphic novel, I guess, officially about the history of baseball and it's just called the comic book story of baseball. And it goes like from day one back in the 1800s all the way oh, up until awesome. now. 
And so if somebody's looking to, you know, get plugged into baseball or learn more about it, uh, it it's an easy read and it's got lots of pictures. So if you hear something you like, you know, go to your local comic shop and get them to order it. I, I read it. It's, it's really solid. I really enjoyed it. Um, as you dive back and dove back in, I guess, and looked at the history and stuff, did you feel like there was a correlation between like the history of the game and your love for the game? Or is it more the you know, you mentioned the Rangers making the World Series. So is it more modern? Like which, where do you think your love really anchors? Uh, I'm not really sure if my love of baseball ever uh, actually anchors anywhere. I mean, yes, the Rangers making the World Series is what brought me back to sport. I will freely admit that all day long. But the more I got into the history and things like Ken Burns baseball, I mean, that massively long 12-hour documentary, whatever, however long it is. But the more I saw things like that and more books I read and stuff like that, it's just the more the cooler baseball got from a general history standpoint. I mean, you know, it's one of those things like uh, – the game itself is uh, popularly uh, thought to be invented by Abner Doubleday, a uh, Civil War general. But the thing is, Abner Doubleday never played the game at all. He never played it, didn't invent it. And it was just kind of a clever story that baseball writers of the time, whenever they decided to build the uh, Hall of Fame back in the early 1900s, uh, they were just like, well, we got to attribute this to somebody. So this is this guy will work. He's a war hero. Yeah. And they went with it. I mean, and that's why it, the Hall of Fame is even situated in Cooperstown, New York. That's where De that's where Doubleday is from. Have you ever been to the, the Hall of Fame? I have not. I, that is on my bucket list of things to do. And I may have actually would. I might have actually ended up going this past summer. But, you know, the world decided it wanted to die. So, yeah, I I, I've been. Uh, oh, we I'm jealous. On an induction, we get matter of fact. They did a special. Uh, it was summer of 2017. They did a special every year. They do a special brew, uh, like a, a beer, and so I got a six pack of it. Oh, that's I still awesome. Have the the bottle here in the studio. So yeah, it that going to the hall of fame and going and seeing a game at every major league stadium is all, those are my two big bucket list things. Nice. And I feel uh, like the stadium trips are going to be way harder than the hall of fame, but I'll eventually make time. <laughs> I have a, I have a buddy who has every team logo tattooed on his arm. Oh, that's dedication. And then when, he, when he goes to the stadium, he gets it colored in. That is dedication. Yeah. Uh, I have tattoos, but I'm not going to go that far with them. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've always said I'm not going to wear a logo unless somebody pays me for it. Right. Right. And and I, 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 I have an Xbox tattoo, so I guess that's not entirely true. But it's yeah, not well, I mean, big. maybe you can get maybe Xbox, you can get them to pay you. And I've got and I, I've got a Texas Rangers tattoo. So, yeah. But we, we talked about a little bit about the history of the game, and the evolution of the game and bringing people into the game. And I think one of the cool things about baseball is the video games of baseball. You know, they're compared to other sports, I feel like they're easier to play. Um, yes. they've been around longer, you know. They've been around they've been baseball video games have been around decades longer yeah. than any other sporting video game. 
Yeah, you know, you play, you pick up Madden uh, or NBA 2K, and it's all you got to spin and dodge and turbo and the baseball. Yeah. You you hit the ball. I mean, I know that's an oversimplification, but really, the no. But day, you're you're effectively right. I mean that that is what you know. That's what draws. I mean, even even today, whenever it comes to uh, baseball games like the show, because that's the big one right now and has been for I don't know ten years or so. Yeah. But I mean, that's what draws people in. Is I just want to hit the ball. I want to hit the ball, and that's it. And got home run derby modes and all of that stuff. But yeah, that's that's what it is at its base, at its most basic level. Yeah. And speaking of Xbox, this is the first year that the show is coming to Xbox. Yes, so you guys are lucky that you that. finally get that. You finally get that. It is, my PlayStation uh, is, I consider it to be a $400 baseball machine because I <laughs> bought it for the show and that's all I ever play. I, I broke down and bought a PlayStation, I guess it's been two years ago now, and I bought the show because, you know, God of War, Last of Us, the show. Like, those are yeah. games you, you need. Uh, there's there is RBI baseball on Xbox, and it's not that it's bad. I mean, it's kind of no, bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to say, I'm gonna say it's bad. I'm gonna say it's bad. I played it. I played it on my Switch. I tried to play it on my Switch, but yeah. I just it's especially if like, going into the history of baseball video games, especially if you're gonna consider uh, compare it to where it started, the original RBI baseball games that were for the original Nintendo. Those mm. were great games. I mean, even the music is iconic. Uh, on those games. I mean, I remember, uh, I don't remember specifically which player, but I know in the last three or four years, I believe that it was somebody on the Dodgers used the theme music for RBI baseball as his walk-up music. I nice. mean. And we'll, but, we'll be getting into music uh, later on in the week. I'm really excited to talk about. And actually, I have the original RBI. It's back over there with my NES games. Yeah, I think I've got it stored up. I think I've got it stored somewhere. Going to have mm -hmm. to break that out at some point. For the longest time, you know, there was a 2K baseball, MLB 2K, mm -hmm. and that was a phenomenal game as well. Um, but it kind of the problem with 2K. So this is this is both football and baseball history here for you. Is the competitors Madden and the show actually bought full bought the license for MLB characters and NFL characters or people i get they're not characters well some of them are characters but <laughs> and that way there couldn't be you know these other companies couldn't make a football game or a baseball game and then it was just long enough to put those parts of 2k out of business and but so that's how like we get rbi now and everything like that uh because and the 2k games were new they were 40 dollars, and everybody else was 60 and it was it was really great but there's been so many great video games you know, baseball video games over the years i think the general consensus even though everyone loves the show is king griffey on super nes is about the best baseball game yeah it's ever. still widely considered to be one of the best if not the best for its time baseball game ever i mean i actually own it i've got it somewhere and i played it a few months ago and it was just like man this still this plays just as well as i remember from being a kid yeah and again, that, that goes back into that beauty and simplicity of, of baseball. You know, even the more complicated stuff, like you catch the ball, well, most systems have at least four buttons on the front. And, you, you know, mm -hmm. you start it and that's the base you go to. I mean, it's a good game is something that's easy to learn, but hard to master. 
And I feel like baseball games very, very much fall in that category. And like you mentioned, the home run derby. I know when you're installing the show, the first thing that installs is the home run derby. So that well, way- not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, now, really? uh, yeah, not anymore. Um, on the last at least two years, they will always install install an exhibition mode first. And if memory serves me right, because it's been a long time since I played the exhibition modes, I typically play the road to the show modes because I really like having you know, a third baseman or a shortstop or whatever that jacks 170 home runs in a year. And, you know, it's just God's gift to baseball. But if my memory serves me right, they always load up an exhibition game during the previous year's World Series uh, competitors. Oh, okay. and it lets so it lets you learn all of the controls and it kind of figures out what your play style is and, you know, where your difficulty levels should be and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wish they would load up the home run derby first because I hate doing that. That's what everybody wants to play. But you know, like that's have a couple of buddies, get some beers, and play home run derby. Yeah, uh, that that's something you know a common theme in the games. They, almost all the successful ones have a home run derby mm-hmm. mode. Um, but there's other baseball games, and I use the term baseball with air quotes. Because there's some strange baseball games out there. There's a whole subgenre called base brawl, where yeah. you literally fight like uh, like super robot baseball, where mm-hmm. you can be out, but if you fight the guy and beat him, you still get to take the base. And right. there's so many of those. Worky is, I guess, the word uh, to use. Of those games, what are some of your favorites that fall into that? Oh, man. Um, I mean, you've got Super Baseball where, you know, you've had, I mean, which for its time, Super Baseball, the I believe it was on the regular NES system where you had uh, all the robots and stuff like that. And like your pitcher would have a cannon for an arm and the, the uh, catcher would roll around on a on a like a single wheel, uh, almost like a unicycle. But uh, then you also had. uh and I guess I'm not really going too far off base with this, but then you had stuff like backyard baseball. And if you've ever read into that, the uh, best player in it was always Pablo. And if you pay attention to what he says between games and you look into his backstory, that kid was messed up. Kid was real messed up. And he was kind of a dick because he could speak English, but he refused to talk to his own teammates. Hmm. But um, the one that I started. For Xbox people. You can get all thousand achievements in like one game. So, oh wow, it's yeah, it's easy chivos. Yeah, and then you also had, um, let's see, what was that game called? Uh, I mean, you had the Wii games with that again. Going back to the home run derby, that's all Wii baseball was was a home run derby, and it was fun to play. But the one that has come out most recently that I am just like holy crap, this is the greatest idea ever, was a game that actually came about uh, this past summer during the quarantine called Blaseball, B-L-A-S-E Ball. But it's a web game that I do not think I could fully explain uh, in a single episode, but there's all sorts of weird rules to it, like people can steal players from other teams in the offseason and necromancy is involved somehow because players are brought back from the dead because 
and players can get killed by referees just on a whim. I mean, I mean, it's completely, it's completely text-based and, you know, stats-based and all this stuff, but the teams in this game have serious followings on the internet from what I found out. I mean, and the oh. fans get to kind of decide everything. I mean, the history of the teams, what, you know, is can- canonically correct about the teams. Like there's one team that is actively anti-capitalist. I mean, just crazy weird things. And after doing all my research to uh, talk to you, I was just like, well, that sounds stupidly interesting and I'm going to sign up for it. So we'll <laughs> see. We'll see how that actually goes whenever the new season of it starts up here in a couple of weeks. Nice. But then but then you've also got the uh, games, which been around for a few years now. But then you've also got the games where you don't even play the game like Again, baseball is one of them, but the other games like out of the park baseball, where you just act as as the general manager and you decide what's going to happen to your team for a year. If you want an entire team of Ken Griffey juniors just to see what happens, then you can have that. I mean, if you want uh, a team full of, um, what is a, what are effectively mascots just to see what happens. You can do that. It's a lot like the uh, football manager games, except it's for baseball. Yeah. And you know, those, those games really got started with football, soccer, you know, yeah, football. and they're really popular <laughs> with that. And they try to Americanize it with American football and baseball. And I feel like those just haven't caught on quite like the, the soccer managers. Um, but they're they're fun. They're interesting. I yeah. I yeah, enjoyed like the crossover ones. Like there's the Nicktoons ones where you can be like SpongeBob and oh wow, I, I forgot real I, MLB players in it. Like it's oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a weird little mashup of both worlds, and so you could have like the Angry Beavers and Big Poppy at the same time, and it's. Uh, one thing and that sounds like a devastating combo. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is a thing. I know it's a thing in wrestling games and in football games, but there's games that have retired or passed away players, you know, like retro players all through time. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's one for baseball yet. Oh, no, that is a huge part of the show. That is a huge part of the show. They uh, act uh, whenever they do their advertising before the new game comes out, which the next one's going to come out sometime in April. I want to say the 20th. But uh, a big part of their advertising is always focusing on the legend players. And we're talking Ted Williams, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. I mean, all of these, you know, titans of the game, they are always featured where, um, you know, you do your logins and all that stuff, you know, for a certain amount of days and you'll get baseball cards. And whenever you get their baseball card, then you can throw those guys onto your Diamond Dynasty team, which is your fantasy team that you play against other people with. Or uh, you can throw them in on an exhibition team or a season team or whatever. But yeah, you those those legend players like that, that you know, those Hall of Famers, they're a huge part of it. Um, King Griffey Jr., actually, since we were just talking about him a few minutes ago, he was kind of the big seller for the for uh, the show 20 from last year. His his legend status, since he had just hit the uh, Hall of Fame, uh, he was kind of the guy to get because he was, you know, maxed out player and would just 
jack bombs everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the problem. I mean, with the game to just have the classics is like the, because there was a, like I said, a football game that did that. Um, pretty much every team's perfect. You know, they're not going to put a crappy team in there and, and all these legends. That's actually one of the beautiful things about the way that uh, the show does legends is there will be multiple versions of a player throughout their career. So you might end up with Nolan Ryan's the one that comes to mind because I had like four different versions of him on the recent, on the most recent one, but you might get him early in his career whenever he was with the Mets and he might be a 70 overall, but then you get him with the uh, Astros or the Rangers and he's like a 95 overall. And just, there's just they, they have different levels. I mean, they recognize that these dudes weren't just legends right out of the gate with the way they put the put them out. I mean, with some people like Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, all you're going to get is that top of the top of the I mean, line player. Like sober Babe Ruth and the drunk Babe Ruth. Right. <laughs> we, can, we can discuss which one's the actual better one, but, you know, it's a. Right. But but yeah, but that's been common throughout, I guess, the history of baseball, like going back to uh, earlier baseball games from back in the 80s and 90s, the uh, hardball series that I believe started on the original NES. That one did not have a I believe. Let me look at my let me look at my handy dandy list that I got here to make sure I'm not just being completely wrong about this. But I believe that the hardball series it was loaded with people. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was loaded with people like Babe Ruth, Luke Garrett, Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, all of those golden era players. And that's who you played with. I mean, there were no modern players in it, but it didn't have an MLB license. It didn't have an MLBPA license. It didn't have any of that stuff, but it had those old players that were from the golden era, and, and, you know, and uh, golden silver era, I guess. There was a, there was a game yeah baseball riot did you ever play baseball riot it's on that one is not familiar to me it's basically if angry birds in baseball had a baby (laughs) uh because you have to destroy stuff but then you're also you know you're you're hitting a baseball and stuff and so you have to destroy certain things like get a single or a double but if you destroy everything you know it's a home run like it's a I'm actually going to, there's a free trial. I'm going to download it right now. Uh, may have to play it on, on the Twitch or something, but hey. it, it's a lot of fun. One, one last thing that I want to bring up when I was looking at re- doing research and stuff for today's episode, I laughed because those, those robot games that we were talking about, like Super Brawl right. and Robo Baseball, I, there's, there was, there's a weird wave where there was, a considerable amount of them that came out. But. Yeah, I mean, that was the 90s, though. I mean, you look at, I mean, look at comic books and you look at movies and you look at all that stuff. I mean, you've got dudes like Rob Liefeld and you have movies like The Terminator and all of that stuff. I mean, for baseball to follow suit makes perfect sense. Yeah. that Yeah. But it was the extreme 90s. Yeah. The, a lot of them <laughs> had the plot. I mean, and again, quotation plot. Yeah. A lot of them, the plot was that owners were fed up with players asking for too much money. So they just had robots. I'm like, you know, that's a believable, for, for it to be a crazy game, that's a believable story. Like it. Right. 
we're not too far from that now. I, I, right. And I know, and I know we're going to talk about movies later in the week, but I mean, look at the pop plot of a uh, basketball. I mean, that is quite literally the plot of that movie. It's, it's crazy. Uh, like, like you said, though, we have a lot of cool stuff coming this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cole's going to be here all week talking with us, hanging out. It, um, Hopefully you've already learned about some really crazy and awesome baseball games. Oh, you know, I want I want to go oh. before you, before you wrap up. I do want to go into just a little bit of history because that is my thing. Because I'm sure that most of your listeners do not know this. The very first baseball game ever released as a video game, 1961. Oh wow! Yeah, for the IBM 1620, and it was just kind of like a stats manager type thing, but it counts. It's a baseball game. Yeah, and the very first time that Major League Baseball actually endorsed a game and put their license on it, 1980, in television, Major League Baseball. Wow, so you had almost 20 years of pre-MLB licensed baseball. Mm -hmm. That that just speaks to the popularity of the game, you know, and how much everybody wants it and wants to play, and uh, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, let us know what some of your favorite baseball games are. You can let us know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or all over social media. Just look for the Night Nerd. Cole, thank you again so much. Um, it's been fun. To it's going to be a lot of fun. If anybody out there has questions, comments, concerns, uh, any notes you want to add, email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that does it for us today. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.